Hello and welcome. You are listening to Fluke Youth Podcast. Fluke Youth is a community of students from 6th through 12th grades from St. Luke United Methodist Church and First United Methodist Church in Ashbury, North Carolina. We believe in doing good for others while growing closer together in our faith and life journey. And we are a judgment-free group that is welcoming to all. I am your host today, Ms. Kathleen. We are continuing our Wednesday summer series called Meet Our Church Leaders. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome back to Fluke Youth Podcast. Our series for the summer is called Meet Our Church Leaders. And our special guest today is Tim Clements, our worship leader. Thank you so much for being with us, Tim. I'm really glad to be able to to do this today. Um, Yeah, this is kind of exciting. I I like the idea of doing a podcast and and putting all this together. And just for all of you listeners, um, in my house, Tim is known as Mr. Tim to my kids. Mm. So if I accidentally call him Mr. Tim, you'll know what's going on with that. (laughs) Yes, I I, I like that title uh, very much. Very, very much. Okay. All right. So Mr. Tim, we are going to jump in with our questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Awesome. So what is your position with our church? Well, I am I am the worship leader, uh, which primarily means that I'm in charge of doing the the music that we do at uh, our modern service. It's my most favorite thing that I've ever done in my life. When we get to to just praise God on Sunday morning and have a room full of people singing, there's absolutely nothing better in this world than that. Um, and then on top of that, I also do a bunch of other stuff like run the computer stuff in the background and social media. And I put together all the church when we weren't able to be in person, but we're back in person. So life is amazing. That's right. Singing with the praise band is one of my favorite things as well. So <laughs> I'm glad to be able to do that. Absolutely. What is your history with church throughout your lifetime? I've kind of a weird uh, experience because when I was a kid, I was not allowed to attend church. Um, I didn't step foot in church until I was 29 years old. Yeah, when I was a kid, my parents had had a bad church experience and um, they kind of kept me out. Um, I did go to church once with my grandparents when I was like eight. I was staying with them and I really, really, really want to go to church because my friends go to church and I want to see what it was. So they took me to Asbury First United Methodist in Rochester, New York. And um, I went there and said, this is weird. Uh, And there was a bunch of standing up and sitting down and all sorts of things that I didn't quite understand. And then they sent me off to Sunday school and I played with the kids and had a great time and and uh, was never allowed to do that again. So I didn't start going to church until I was engaged to my wife, Dana, and um, we were looking for a place to get married. And uh, Dana had been going to uh, a church here in Ashboro. And uh, I thought, well, I should probably go if we're going to get married there. And so I went for a while and it was a church that had a praise team. And I'd never seen that sort of thing before with with a, a church. And after a few months being surrounded by a lot of people. It wasn't anything anybody said. It was, it was people living in a way that was very different than the, the, the picture that I'd been given of what Christians were like people who were truly being self-sacrificial people who were uh, opening up their doors and hearts to people when largely what I'd been given as a, a, 
the picture of what Christians were, were judgmental people who kind of shut the door on people. So that made me stop and pay attention a little bit. Uh, it, it just let down my guard just enough. And, uh, and, and God said, hey, guess what? I'm here. And I said, oh, okay. Well, this is very different. <laughs> um, so I started playing in the praise team. And uh, yeah, that, that, that is how I started. Now, now church is kind of everything <laughs> I do. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. So that really speaks to the power of how we as churchgoers and followers of Christ live our lives because people are watching and and that's what gives them the image of who God is really you are not kidding it it's it's almost not fair because you know we're we're not perfect we're so far from perfect but everything that we do you can still be a strong witness to God in everything that you do without saying a word about God just in how you interact with people how you treat people the, the way that you live your life is such an incredible witness for 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 Jesus Christ and 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 to to show people oh wow there there is a different way all right. So how did you come to be at First United Methodist Church? Oh, First United Methodist Church. Um, well, I was going to another church and um, my daughter, Natalie, was in preschool at uh, First United Methodist Preschool. And um, so I drop her off every morning and I was kind of I'm a little intimidated by the fancy brick building and the stained glass windows and all this stuff. I'm not really a fancy person. <laughs> um and it really screamed to me, but well, this is fancy church. Um, it, it's, it's not, but I didn't know that, you know, cause it's, it's a little intimidating. So in the, uh, the, the newspaper, they had an advertisement saying, we're looking for a worship leader. So I thought, well, I'm playing in the praise team. I would love to, to, to lead some worship. I'd done some work uh, doing some church planting and helping to start a couple uh, churches up in High Point. And so I thought, you know, that would be great. And they seem really nice. And they're, well, we'll go see what we need to do. So I went online and, and I looked and said, oh, they have a, a, a nighttime service on Sundays. I might be able to do that and still participate in the, the church I'm at. And that would be kind of fun. And uh, so I filled out a, a application resume and turned it in. And uh, I said, hey, where do I need to put this? And they pointed me in the door and I, and I opened up the door to where the offices are kind of in the front of the building after dropping Natalie off. And I walked in and Pastor Linda had started a couple months before that. And she was in the, the front office area. And so I said, hey, where can I turn this into? And she said, hand it to me. And then we started talking. And 15 minutes later, I left that office going, I need to be at this church because God was just immediately put this, uh, this is where you need to be. This is exactly, exactly lines up with, with your heart and, and what you believe and what you feel and, and, and how this all needs to go. This is the place where, where you can really, really thrive and be yourself completely. And you can welcome others completely with no reservations. And I, I was just kind of overwhelmed when that happened. So we, we auditioned a, uh, a few things. They hired me and that was seven years ago, which doesn't seem possible. Yeah, that, that's how I ended up here. It was um, just everything lining up perfectly. And um, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Kids and marriage and other stuff. The best thing that, that's happened just to me. Professionally. There you go. <laughs> Professionally. Professionally. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so it sounds like you might have answered our next question, which is what is one thing you love about our church? Absolutely. It, it was a place where I knew that everyone would be welcome. And, and it, it, when I mean everyone, I mean 
everyone would be welcome. Um, people that look like me, people that don't look like me, people that agree with me on things, people that don't agree with me on things. When we've had a certain service, especially on Monday night, and we're sitting and we're praising God together in the same space, just knowing that we're children of God, when we have that kind of an environment, we're doing something that is just mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I, I absolutely love that fact. And, and I love the fact that I can really talk to anybody and say, yeah, you'll be welcomed there and know it. So. Absolutely. Very good. All right. So this is a different direction. What are some things that you do for fun? We know oh. that you are like music is your job and what you love, but what are some other things you do? <laughs> well, yeah, because ordinarily I'd be like, oh yeah, I play guitar and do that sort of thing um, for for. <laughs> For fun. Um, well, you know, right now, uh, a lot of what I do for fun is uh, whatever my kids are doing, because <laughs> that's the season of life that I am in. Um, so that means with my son, Elliot, I play a lot of Minecraft lately. <laughs> um, and uh, for, for now, it, it's been lots of shopping and things like that. Um, but but for myself, um, I try to take time to do some reading. Um, I, I do love, uh, I, I love reading like stuff that helps me learn more about what I do. Uh, I also love a good, just terrible novel. (laughs) (laughs) I love junk, junk food. I have a a terrible video game addiction that's been going on since I was very small. I have lots of them and no time to do them. So I have um, basically when, if I ever retire, I can spend the rest of my life sitting in front of a screen, (laughs) catching (laughs) up on stuff because that's about where I am. But yeah, you're in hashtag dad life right now. Hashtag. I love it. Uh, Hashtag dad life. (laughs) All right. What is one of your favorite Bible verses, Mr. Tim? My favorite Bible verse. It's a little cliche, uh, but it's just it's Matthew 22, 36 through 40, which is um, teacher, which commandment is in the law is the greatest. He said to him, you shall love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. And, and it's my favorite thing because that is the, the prism through which you have to look at every decision that you make. And if you do that, then all the other stuff just kind of lines up. <laughs> it's real hard to be bad to somebody and have to worry about making up for, for treating somebody poorly if you tried to treat them with love in the first place. So if you follow those, then everything else kind of falls into place. I had a um, faith leader when I was younger who would say, it's all that easy and it's all that hard. Yes, it's the hardest thing to do and the easiest thing to understand. It's like, okay, this is what I do. Oh no. (laughs) But um, so I just kind of keep that in the back of my mind. You know, I've been doing this now for a while and I still, it's a lot easier to see it in hindsight than it is to see it in the moment. You go back and say, ah, I should have done that. Mm. All right. I'll be better next time. That's right. We can just time. be better next time. That's yep. right. All right. Our last question, Mr. Tim, and we kind of have gotten a taste of this already. <laughs> what is one thing that you are passionate about as a follower of Jesus Christ? Um. So I've kind of lived the life on both sides, once where I had no idea about Jesus, and now where that's kind of everything that I have. And it, it's, it wasn't bad before, it was just empty, it was missing something. And so, you know, it's like when you have a really good meal, but there's not enough seasoning on it, so it would just be a little bit better in absolutely everything if it was complete. So my real passion is, is, is help having people that either have never had a chance to know Jesus or got pushed away. And, you know, or hurt 
Um, and it happens way too often where people just, there's too much pain involved with, with, with church. My passion is trying to, to, to reconnect people or to connect people and to have, have that door that's open. And just to be that, that I, I can't change a heart, but I can, I can welcome somebody and I can show them the way. And that is a thousand percent my passion. Awesome. Mr. Tim, thank you so much for being our special guest today. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. And we will see you in church very, very soon. Absolutely. I'll be up on stage making a bunch of happy noise. <laughs> With a, a joyful noise. <laughs> a joyful noise. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. That is all we have of our episode today. You've been listening to Fluke Youth Podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.